When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hunt, save the queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm your host, Anne Gripper, back here again, but my uh, my companions have switched up a little bit this week. Although Russell Myers, our royal editor, he is back once again. Hello. Because he is still around today, although jetting off again very soon <laughs> on new adventures, thanks to our royal friends. And um, we're welcoming back Zoe Forsey, one of our online writers who writes an awful lot about the royals. Hi. Um, I can't remember when it was when we had your the pleasure of your company last time. It was a long while ago, kind of royal tour. Or wedding time, I think. Oh, yeah, back in the end of last year. Back when the weather was a little better. Yes. Although although it is coming spring like just has now. Sprung. Oh, I don't think we've talked about the weather on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we did about four we, seconds before it. <laughs> we, we used to do it just about every week, but there we go. We've managed the to. The Brits miss. are fascinated by it, so still, always. But um I mean I feel like I've had a fairly hectic week this week, running around between this, that and the other and not stopping. I'm quite exhausted by the whole situation, but I'm not seven and a half months pregnant (laughs) and um, I'm not flying to the other side of the world. I mean, admittedly, you know, there's a lovely thing to go and do there. I mean, I don't know. Megan headed off on her on her baby shower last last weekend and well. The, a baby shower happened. There was also opportunities to see other friends and and hang out, presumably. But um, wow, it was it's a big trip. And then there's another a big trip coming up again. We've got a this big weekend. one coming up at the weekend. Some, yeah, which is going to be absolutely full on. Yeah. So we'll talk about that a bit later on. But first, firstly, the baby shower because it it's interesting. I mean, there was um, you know, it is an American tradition. It's not something that we're super familiar well, everyone's with it got in an the opinion UK. on it haven't they and so um just the yeah, principle of a baby shower never mind a mega well, markle baby the, shower know, whether it's the baby shower whether it's taking the amount of flights which you can perfectly do you know perfectly fine on uh being you know how, how many weeks do you think she is well you have nhs advice is up until 37, 37 weeks so you can which is yeah, like a week into flying. april and she's not flying coach is she so she's flying yeah that's the big difference isn't it jets <laughs> It's quite nice. Um, but yeah, I know it is. Well, I don't know. There are more baby showers going on, though. My wife is going to a fair few. It is and- a tradition. Like most things, you know, the, they do catch on. They come from America. I mean, why wouldn't you want to get together with your mates at a time when your and life get, is going to fundamentally change? And you need. It's, it's an amazing <laughs> racket. Yeah, I was going to say, most of my friends kind of will have baby showers now, but we very much do, you know, an afternoon tea around someone's house and a few games 
for kind of three or four hours. You're not not, renting out a not a suite No, in the I mean, I can't believe we've not thought about this before. Like, I'm going to suggest it for the next one because yeah. it's definitely the way forward. Yeah. So no, I think I've been to one. It was it was very sweet. I think um, so. My mate's best friend had surprised her, like you know, lured her away, and it was all organised in cahoots with her mum. I think so. We all kind of piled up there and had sandwiches. And we all had to take a baby a baby photo from when we were small. Oh, so nice. I think there was a bit oh, like guessing nice. game, and all they were hung up with little clothes pegs on a line and and they'd also had a really sweet thing where that particular group of friends they'd got sort of like a baby advice book and mm-hmm. the first person had started it off and then written like okay these are my kind of my, like, my, of friends, like my like my mummy tips sweet. and then yeah. passed, passed it on one to the other so that was very sweet and it was, it was actually a really nice thing it's like yeah this is this is nice it's it's a good thing to get people together mm. because I mean, realistically, you're probably not going to be able to see each other quite so much or in the same way for quite a long time. Like, it's a life-changing thing. That's it. We kind of, I think it's also a chance that I know I use it for my friends and maybe the same for Megan and Herbert as well as friends that don't live locally where people are a lot more spread out now that, you know, my friends from kind of Birmingham live down in Portsmouth. Everyone gets together knowing very well that you're not going to be sitting on a train or doing a long, a long journey probably anytime soon. So to see everyone, so I guess for Megan, whose friends live everywhere that she can't pop and see yeah i'm having having an event to bring Mm. people together for sure and um you know it's kind of like the the finishing arc of a of a um bridal shower bachelorette party hendu whatever you want to call it (laughs) all of those different things so um but megan's was rather different to the average one but then when you've got friends like serena williams and you've got multi-millionaire friends who can you know shell out for sort of a sixty thousand pounds seventy five thousand dollar uh, amazing penthouse suite of one of the best hotels, well, certainly in New York, maybe in the world, then fair enough. Um, and if you can get a mate to play for your private jet to take <laughs> you over there, then fair enough as well, I suppose. But it is, there has been a, you know, it, everyone's got an opinion on it. It's been fairly you know, discussed as lavish in certain quarters. And, um, well, I suppose it is. There's no get, yeah. going away from it, is there? Yeah, no, and I saw, I saw one poll on Twitter that had, it had kind of four options from like, um, you know, like, oh, it's lovely, brilliant, a bit of showbiz, or, you know, oh, it's nice, a bit, a bit pricey, or like, a bit of a circus yeah, well, and that, it, that was the one that was winning I mean you can't rely on a Twitter poll obviously because it depends how factionalised the whole thing well, gets well the thing but... with Twitter is everybody has an opinion and you, you know you're, if you have one then you'll be given the other straight away <laughs> but it, it has been pretty showbiz I mean she's got showbiz pals the very fact that there was you know 100 photographers mm-hmm. outside the hotel that, where they were staying and um, and you know, when the all the Friends are turning up in you know, chauffeur-driven limousines and stuff. And t- it's pretty showbiz, and that's, I suppose that's the the, the yeah. world that she inhabits. Isn't and you had it? all the you know pictures coming in of like giant, you know, sort of giant packages yeah. and yeah, bunches of flowers of going and all in kinds and out. Which is, yeah. I mean, a lot of you know, buying really expensive gifts, staying in a really expensive place, going to the best butchers in New York. I read, you know, so there's there's no getting away from it, um, but. It depends what side of the fence you're on. And it's because it? so I was. Um, there's always a thing about you know should when they are in a private capacity, publishing pictures or not, and you know the, the, there are, are probably any number of pictures that may be taken by other countries that we just don't publish in the UK. Mm. But actually, this is was uh, at a high profile hotel where celebrities presumably stay all of the time, and it's you know it's it, 
it is a return to that showbiz life Definitely. almost. Listen, if you wanted to not be photographed and you wanted to, you could have gone to any number of places in the world and flown your friends over or gone somewhere a bit more discreet. And the fact is that Megan chose to go to one of the most populated cities in the world where which is you know going to have loads of celebs knocking around anyway. So all the photographers will talk to each other. All the PRs will talk to each other. That hotel, as you said, is probably used to some really high-profile guests, so would have had photographers outside it anyway. It's just like any other number of five-star hotels in London, for instance. So, you know, may, maybe they wanted to be seen. Maybe they thought that, you know, it would be you know a good opportunity to be seen. I don't know. And during the trip, they kind of went to bakeries and restaurants and sure. things like that as well. So as I think they did spend, well... From Portsmouth, they spent a lot of time kind of enjoying the, well, I'm sure, lovely facilities in the hotel. Yeah. They did go out and about as well and went to some lovely restaurants. So, again, it's not as if they've kind of just stayed in one place. They have been going in and out and things like that, which I think it's kind of adds to that. Yeah, you know, they have, I mean, they could have got a house in the countryside, whether that was in the States or the UK, mm. that was on, you know, a ranch or in the middle of a national park. They could have done any of that, but they didn't. They chose to have it in this arena. So that you know, for whatever criticism. Well, hopefully they had a lovely time. Well, it, oh, it, I'm sure they did. Mm, it looks, it looks, it looks like they have. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, Serena Williams had posted on her Instagram something like, "You need, you need the slouchy pants today." Like they've yes. been <laughs> eating all of the food. Yeah, that was a, a thing to selfie in cute. the picture of one of the bathrooms in the suite as well. And even just from that little insight, it looks lovely. It looks very like a nice, you know, nice yeah. white robe on the on the wall for cuddling up after a bath so what um what other bits and pieces have have you spotted that have been coming out so far been... uh, so we know a few of the things they've they've got up to um one of her friends who was there has said that they did some flower arranging apparently they had an expert come in and show them how to do it and they all got a um a vase each and apparently the flowers were then donated to charity apparently that was one of the things that megan wanted so that's quite a nice touch um the uh Flower arranging is actually getting quite popular at the moment. Yeah. And I know sort of around Christmas, people were going on like Christmas wreath making courses. Yes, like yeah, a, so a lot more of that act, this year. A fun yeah. activity night out. So that's, um, so I, don't, no, I, don't, I don't know whether that started in the UK I'll or just, America. But clearly they Christmas. gave the flowers to charity as well. So, you know, it's not only recycling coats that everyone... <laughs> It's able to do. They're able to recycle flowers as well. Well, no, that's, they did that after the wedding as well, didn't they? So yeah, they donated I think to hospices, a... I think, and um, yeah. various different um, charities. So when you are making such fabulous, fabulous things, it's nice to get. And presumably, Megan would not have been able to bring them back to the UK because of, you know. Yes, that's strict, true. <laughs> strict customs laws and all of that kind of thing. Um, so yeah. what, what else have we had to come uh, We've out? also had a picture, uh, another one of the guests uh, put on Instagram, a picture of the some of the cookies they were all given, which are very cute, very yeah, absolutely beautiful. Artist. Yeah, um, pictures of kind of like little cookies with all icing with like stalks and baby and things like that. Which look. Yeah, they were very cute. And I mean, yes. very... Um, very definitely very professional like yeah <laughs> yeah definitely know I would have been able to knock yeah they the don't look homemade I don't think they've been up <laughs> doing those um and it's quite a guest list as well I think we've got um so it's Jessica Mulroney who's obviously the kind of the yep. traditional um you know Megan's Megan's bestie really um one of her suits co-stars um Abigail Spencer which has also caused a little bit of 
the the hat. The hat. The well, hat. I'm putting this <laughs> on Twitter debate. today, right? So I'll I'll take the flat for this. Set, set the scene, right? So I um, not not the Twitter thing. So the so so I what did Megan do? I have well, I I just took a little bit of an issue. Well, I was mainly posing the question really that um. Megan left the hotel wearing uh, one of her mates' caps, which was from one of her, was with this Abigail's um, TV series called Rectify. Um, and so she left the hotel wearing this black baseball cap with a Rectify sort of banner on it, which is on Netflix now, apparently, I'm told. Now, she knew that she was going to be photographed outside of that hotel. Mm. She knew that those photographs would go around the world. And I was just posing the question of, you know, is this something a member of the royal family should be doing where they are blatantly advertising, you know, their associates project or fashion line or business? Now, I'm all open to the debate. I know that it was pointed out to me that Kate Middleton has worn, um, or the Duchess of Cambridge, as I should be pulled up on, um, has worn her friend's fashion line, for instance, you know, over the years. And some people said that, you know, when there's jerseys or items of clothing presented to the princes, for instance, from football teams or, I mean, I thought that was a bit woolly, but, you know, it's still an enterprise as well, that it's a commercial aspect, but where do you draw the line? However, I just think that when you know you're going to be photographed, it's not like she was photographed walking the dogs or, yeah. you know, she was caught unguarded and she was wearing this baseball cap in her own free time. I don't know. I don't mind it. Like, a baseball cap's a baseball cap and most of them, most baseball caps have some form of relatively heavy branding on yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And, and and that was pointed out to me that, you know, whether it's a sports make or it's a team that they've, you know, you'd follow or whatever, they're all commercial enterprises, aren't they? But I just felt that wearing the baseball cap from the TV show that your mate is in, that you've just been on this very lavish, expensive weekend with. Anne's making a face oh, at me. She oh, definitely <laughs> doesn't agree. No, but I thought it was an interesting debate. Yeah. And, and, it, and it really... I don't, I think I was in a minority to be honest with you, mm. but it did, there was some split opinion on it. It's interesting to talk about. I mean, one thing that is just making me think of and, um, our American and Australian and other listeners probably will be less familiar with this, but when people appear on the BBC, if they've got, so like quite often on, um, Strictly Come Dancing, our equivalent, well, where, where Dancing with the Stars started. Yep. <laughs> so there's a spin-off show and if they are wearing something that's got like a massive brand logo across their tops when they're in training, then quite often that sort of gets pixelated out. Yeah. Or, is or if it's the old days, yeah, you'd have big bits of tape on it. Or as you remember from like, was it Big Brother that always used to do that? If you see them walking around with the bizarrely taped, yeah, you know, so- their Nike logo. Because there's much more, uh, there are heavy restrictions around how brands can be presented on on TV over here. So it just it sort of just made me think of that as we were as we were talking about it and some, you know, the level of when someone appears walking around with like a weird pixelated spot going over across their t-shirt, it was always looks a little bit peculiar. Um, so who else was there? Priyanka Chopra was there, um, who obviously also got married last year. Yes. In a very spectacular yes, that was stunning, ceremony. Um, other, others from Suits are Sarah Rafferty, fashion designer Michelle Nonu, her makeup artist friends. We've talked about who shared the pictures, but you know, as, um, oh, and, um, we understand that Amal Clooney may have, um, been involved with the whole situation as well, the, with the, the flight and all that kind of. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's been kind of reported that, because Megan got a private jet home, there's been pictures of that, um, that there were reports that it was actually the either the Clooney's plane or a plane that they use. And basically, 
Megan yes. essentially just tagged on the end and said, well, if you're flying back to the UK, I might as well jump in with well, you as well. Well, it's registered to where some of his, his film yeah. business is registered, isn't it? And apparently, you know, this um, the cost was rumoured to be about £100,000 each way. I mean, it just seems... You know, particularly lavish. It's you know, and I, the, the other royals have been criticised for flying private jets. You know, we had Prince Andrew in the UK for years. He's been labelled as Air Miles Andy, mm. and I think that they are. You know, it, it's fair game. I'm afraid because if you if you are talking about um, disenfranchised communities and empowerment and, and stuff, the environment and the environment massively, but you, you're taking a private jet across. Um, the Atlantic at vast expense. Mm. Although swimming is a bit, swimming is a bit much to ask of a seven-year-old pregnant lady. But you know, if you're going to put yourself out there to speak about the environment, especially and stuff like that, then you know it it shouldn't just be can't blanch that people can't mention things in the debate. And you know, I will debate that with people, and I I just think you know, regardless of and again, the other thing is accepting a gift. Essentially, a gift of a hundred thousand pounds to be able to take that flight. Now, whether um, you know Duchess Sussex paid for that herself, whether Harry did, you know, it can't, that would have come from you know whether it's personal funding or taxpayer funding. We understand it's a personal trip. Well, if it's a personal trip, then it kind of even wasn't because you're accepting a gift and you're accepting massive. Um, you know, a, a very very expensive gifts. But maybe it's like somebody buying you a. a- train ride to like bath or something for your for your for your baby shower for yeah your... but i'm not a member of the royal family and so they they should be held in a um a different regard to the rest of us and you know if you are going to have this huge platform that you will use for good then you need to be able to withstand the scrutiny mm-hmm. and i think that's a fair point um one person who we think wasn't there she's pictured in in LA kind of um during the during the week is Megan's mum um yeah I, yes. I thought that was surprising maybe I mean I don't think you you probably don't invite your mum do you invite your mum to these sorts of things yeah maybe? I think you do yeah. they want I think again well, the horses the ones for I've courses isn't it but I just thought especially maybe she would have seen her mum she could have flown her mum out there to see her but that's a personal choice I'm not going to be you know lambasted well, I think for saying it's, it's, <laughs> <she should have laughs> invited her mum because we've got enough uh, on our plate and it's maybe also a bit different because most of these friends have come from sort of Megan's later life they're not people that her mum would have met while Megan was growing up mm. rather yeah, than like not school friends that came out for school, tea after yeah. yeah and it's um you know just that America is just so vast and if people mm. are in different places how much you would actually cross over and let's face it whereas um you know I'm sure Russell like your friends might have been able to meet your parents quite easily at your wedding sure. maybe and as did my friends I think it would probably have been a bit harder <laughs> for Megan's friends to like catch up have a proper catch up with Doria at yes. the royal wedding um <laughs> and of course there's also you know it seems fairly likely that she'll come over in the next you know few months oh, you would no think doubt. to yeah. no, no doubt. spend time with grand baby when yes. it arrives um one of the traditional bits of a baby shower often is the gender reveal is it a boy is it a girl so, yeah Situation. that's a very american thing that started yeah, people end up that started coming over and yeah cakes or up, yeah oh no there was one i heard about on the radio the other day they're doing you can order a lasagna with blue or pink I was literally juice just gonna say that that's, yeah <laughs> Which is the, yeah, it, it, you have to find more and more inventive <laughs> ways to do things. Um, but 
uh, but we do think that Harry and Meghan don't know. Don't yeah, they've spoken quite girl. openly about wanting it to be a surprise. Lots of people got very excited with. Um, there was obviously some of the roses that were there. There was lots of pink and orangey roses going in, which got people very excited. But then someone came in with a present wrapped in blue, and that got everyone very excited. So it's been both sides. But they've spoken quite openly about the fact they want it to be a surprise for the day. Well, it's interesting as well. So when Kate was pregnant, there was any number of like, Kate's wearing blue, it's definitely yes. going to be a boy. And the next time she was out, it's Kate's wearing pink, maybe it's going to be a girl. And to and fro, and she kind of balanced it all up yeah. across the pregnancy. You do wonder but, if that's like a conscious thing that she yeah. does of realising she wears too much blue that but everyone's going to... I've just, just realised we've not done that at all with Megan because that they are just, they're just not really things on her colour palette. Well, she wears yeah. black She just wears sort of black so, and yeah. neutrals and, and all of that kind of thing. So anyway, so Megan has flown home. Yeah. And then she's yes. got to unpack, do a washing, and pack a bag again. <laughs> yes. Because she has, we're off. We're off. Has... We're, so we're going to Morocco. Okay. On Saturday. So and this Northern is Africa is it's interesting. Ongoing. I mean, it's not, um, you know. It, it, is, it, well, is it? It's a. It's an interesting place. But how it has been built to me is that Morocco is the perfect um, segue between Europe and the Middle East. It is, a you know, culturally so, um, economically so, um, and so there's going to be a lot of interesting uh, places to go. And and I think looking at the um, the schedule for the for the three days that they're there, or sort of two and a half days because they arrive a bit late on the Saturday, there's two days of, you know, really interesting engagements that they will find really fascinating. There's stuff about girls' education, visiting rural communities. Um, there's uh, a chap, chap called Michael McHugo who has ordered um, an OBE, he was given an OBE earlier this year, uh, for his services improving gender equality in education in Morocco. There's stuff about cooking, which we know that uh, Megan loves to do, obviously, the success of her cookbook. And there's stuff about sport and disability and access to, to, to sport as well. So all in all, it's pretty packed over those two days. And I think you'll see them getting quite a lot done, speaking about education, girls' education specifically, that all that access, which we've seen Megan do quite frequently, starting maybe in... Well, before she was royal in Fiji and Tonga, when they were speaking about you know access rights and to access to, access to education, um, and there'll be some really cool stuff because they, they you know they're flying to the Atlas Mountains, actually staying in the capital Rabat, and then flying to the Atlas Mountains um, and visiting these rural communities. And I've been there before, and it is remarkably stunning. So. Oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I think for oh, and they're going to watch a football match as well. So hopefully Harry will loosen up and get involved with the yeah, footy because be really there's been good. some instances where he hasn't been too relaxed. Where you know we would have seen him getting involved in the rugby or the football or um, some activities in the past, and he hasn't been doing that. So hopefully he will feel that he can be relaxed and get involved with the kids because I think when you've got that sort of stuff going on, it, it works really well and it gets the message out there and. All the picture desks love it and all the websites go crazy for it. And fingers crossed, then we'll, we'll get a great show out of it. And this is, um, so it's a trip at the request of the Foreign Office? So, yeah, so again, with the, some of these trips of, um, you know, it's their own sort of personal endeavours, but more often than not, the Foreign Office are heavily involved. And they've sort of cobbled this together with the, um, I know the ambassador, to, the British ambassador to Morocco has been tweeting very heavily about all the preparations that have been going, which incidentally, there's been a lot of um, reports about protests which have been going ongoing in Rabat, and it has been the 8th eight, anniversary of the Arab Spring. 
Um, and a lot, thousands and thousands of people were taken to the, the streets over the last couple of days. And some of the scenes did actually turn quite ugly. So I imagine that is causing quite a headache because mm. obviously there's so much involved when you do, do these trips. There's a security aspect, their own private security, the in-country aspect, all the recce's that would have been done by the palace staff and the security officers at the time. Well, you know, when certain stuff like this happens, that could all go out the window. Situation but yeah, changed. for sure. And this, you know, they're all trained professionals and they will be trained to adapt the program as it suits. But certainly, um, you know, you'll be able to check some of these protests that have been going on in Rabat in the last couple of days and they have been pretty ugly. So what, what are the, what are so the protests essentially, about? Essentially, the premise is not only um, was it the eighth anniversary of the Arab Spring and people were coming out to sort of, uh, to mark that definitely, but a lot of uh, teachers, secondary school teachers in Morocco, have been given a new deal to do with their level of pay, to deal with um, their health programs, and um, the the way they were remunerated. So, and they weren't too happy about it. So, it's you know t- they've taken to the streets and they've you know uh, marched on the palace. They were calling for an end to the a dictatorship of um, sort of the north. African regime, as it were, uh, and you know the police get pretty heavy-handed in that part of the world when it turns ugly, and um, and there's been some really unsavoury sights. So, um, as I understand it, there's you know there's been a, a, a review over the last sort of day or so about the ongoing situation. There's constant dialogue going on with the in-country um, aspect of the security operation and the government. Um, and let's hope it passes without a, uh, you know, the furore over the last couple of days. Because if it doesn't, you can you can bet that that will make the news rather than, you know, the stuff that they're actually there to talk about. Mm. And also, particularly possibly because it's around education, which is obviously something that Megan does speak about quite a lot. It, it kind of is an interesting... Massively. Um, well, we've seen her recently taking on things. the patronage of the Association of Commonwealth Universities. It was a story that emerged... Um, in the papers just this week about how she had remarked about um, the lack of black ethnic minority professors within you know British universities, higher education establishments, and the Commonwealth, and so she's obviously really passionate about it. All the you know all the stuff about education for all the uh, you know right of access to girls, especially in um, in countries like Morocco. So that's why they're visiting these schemes, which have you know boarding houses for. Um, for kids to, to get the access to the best education they can. Would a visit like this, once it's been announced, ever get cancelled? I don't know if that's unprecedented, to be honest. I mean, you know, I'm sure that it's pretty, the security aspect of it that I'm aware of is pretty full on. And they have any number of scenarios that they will be looking at. There's obviously uh, scenarios how to get them out of any country that they go to, whether there's, you know, um, a natural disaster, for instance, or you know, things like riots that could be ongoing in the country at the time. If there's anything to do with civil disorder, then there's definitely emergency plans that would be taking place. I, d- I don't think, I think they would probably just move city. So in this instance, if the, there were mass demonstrations in Rabat and let's just say all hell broke loose and there was, you know, huge riots everywhere, they would probably just move them to Marrakesh or... Um, which is, you know, not too far away, which, which I was surprised that we weren't going to Marrakesh because it's so close to the Atlas Mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. And I was speaking to really tra- travel writers as well. And we couldn't really... it's, a long, it's a long way. So they're what? flying in a helicopter to, um, to, from Rabat to, um, 
to the Atlas Mountains, which is mm. like you know within within the vicinity of Marrakesh. So is it because, have they got political meetings? Well, I imagine it's to, to do with because there's the British ambassador's residence mm. is in Rabat, and then you've got this sort of political aspect of it. He's probably he's hosting reception on one of the days as well. So you know when you're when you're looking at stuff like that, it's going to be. Um, um, yeah, it's going to be pretty eventful either way yeah. because you know maybe someone will use that opportunity. One of the teachers, because they are meeting teachers, and yeah, they're going to a secondary of, school, aren't they? So the it will be. Says, yeah. Did you see what's going on here? You know, so and that's that's definitely right. There should be challenges. Mm. If you're going to come to a country and you know raise the profile of certain uh, projects that's that's ongoing. Then they should be aware of not only the sort of cultural aspects of the country, but actually the social issues that are ongoing of the day and no um no doubt that they will be briefed on it so we sure. saw we saw megan with her folders of notes and things on the um on the australia trip didn't we so i'm yes, sure the she'll purple be... ones that started all the pregnancy oh, yeah, chat wasn't it yeah <laughs> but um she'll be boffing boffing up on everything and getting ready um, mm. harry's been keeping himself busy as well well Yes, that was a nice engagement. That was in South London at um, uh, sort of this project which was called called Fit and Fed or Fit Fit and Fed, Fed and Fit. It was one of the two anyway, and it was about um, you know local. So it's it's half term holidays here in the UK uh, for for kids who are on half term, and you know, and it's talking about that sort of social. development of of kids and how some of them live from are from de, you know deprived areas from you know socio and economic families that can't necessarily afford to feed their kids when they're there all week you know a lot of kids go to school and get free school dinners and what have you and you know the parents are only responsible for you know breakfast and dinner but if they're there not only sort of had you actually afford the cost of your kids being under your roof all week but also keeping them fit and active and there was a program there he Went to one of the this place in um, in Streatham in South London, and was he was being a dinner lady for the day. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> it was brilliant. So, and, it was, yeah. and, and well, William did it a couple of um, last week, didn't he? He was at the homelessness charity and yep. what have you. So they're yeah. getting their they were getting their pennies on, and they were serving up some grub. So. It was nice actually seeing him nice. really chat with the kids again. There was a brilliant clip of a little kid who was offered. I think he was offered some carrots, and he politely said no and just asked for a loaf more garlic bread. So <laughs> seeing how to deal with that, it's like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the right this, idea. This is the thing. And hopefully, you know, he's he is really good with kids, um, Harry and, and and William as well, but Harry especially. And if they're going to watch this, this footy match, so hopefully they'll get involved. Yeah, because well, sometimes they'll get involved and being a bit silly. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want to see him let go and have some fun. Well, just as long as you don't go crash the pitch, Russ. I, mean, I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's for you yeah. to do. Um, so speaking of half term, um, George is obviously at school now, and he'll yes. be on he'll be on break. So we think the Cambridges are away having a nice holiday. Yeah, is... possibly we think so. It might be a reason as well why she also why Kate also wasn't in. New York for Megan's as well. It's been one of many of the many of the suggestions as to why she wasn't there. Um, but yeah, George and Charlotte will be off this week, so hopefully they've got a nice a nice break. We all love, know that the Royals love skiing, so they might have gone skiing. Yeah, so we'll see. Possibly up to Norfolk. Yes, so many so many lovely <laughs> options when the world is your oyster, and uh, you can go anywhere. Well, Russell will have a plane to catch. Before yes. too long. But I'll catch up with you before all the, all the details you tell us, get back. Tell us all about yeah. it. And uh, we'll be back very soon. But until next time. Pod save the Queen! 